You're listening to To Succeed, Just Let Go, a podcast that'll change how you think and change your life. I'm Willie Horton and I'm a psychologist. I've been helping people change their lives since 1996. Broadcasting from the French Alps and delighted to have you along. Let's take this week's step in the right direction. We live in a crap-filled world. You don't have to look far for evidence of that. You can see it on the world stage, but we can see it in our ordinary everyday lives because when we use our minds ordinarily, our everyday lives are just ordinary. Now, we know from previous episodes that we can use our minds in a different way. We can use our minds in an extraordinary way, and when we do that, our ordinary everyday lives become extraordinary. The extra is a really simple step that any of us can take to be present instead of being buried in the thoughts that create the crap in the first place. Every single problem on the face of this earth originates in thought of one form or another. For example, let me give you a couple of practical examples. An awful lot of clients with whom I work in their business, in their jobs, do their job, and that takes up about 20% of their time, and spend the other 80% of their time talking about doing their job or reporting on how they've done their job or filling in all kinds of systems-generated additional work that doesn't add any value at all, but adds to their crap. Uh, Let me me continue with this particular example, because there is one particular client who is just emblematic of so many people with whom I've worked over many years, who was subjected day in, day out to this ordinary, everyday crap. That's bad enough. What he was doing was heaping crap upon crap, because... He was looking at the crap that he was faced with every day. He was thinking about the crap that he was faced with every day. And he was thinking about whether or not he was capable of dealing with the crap that he had to face every day, or indeed whether or not he even wanted to be faced with that crap every day. And of course, faced with the crap and then faced with the realization that he had to be faced with the crap because he needed money to live his life. He had to accept that I have to live through this crap. But all that thought about, do I want to live through the crap? Do I want to put up with this? Do I have to put up with it? Am I capable of putting up with it? All heaped crap upon crap. Because if crap starts with thought, crap is nurtured crap grows through additional thought let me put it in psychological terms this friend of mine as i said who is an emblematic of so many people with whom i've worked over the years was under pressure no doubt about that and you know our ordinary everyday lives are full of pressures and challenges no doubt about that either this guy was under pressure but it wasn't the pressure that it was causing him sleepless nights. It wasn't the pressure that ultimately caused him to burn out. It was the stress born out of that pressure that gave him the sleepless nights. It was the stress born out of that pressure that ultimately burned him out. 
And he did that to himself by layering crap on crap. Because stress isn't something that is generated by what's going on around us. The pressure is what's generated by the crap that's going on around us. The stress is generated by how we think about the crap that's going on around us. In other words, we do stress to ourselves. In other words, when people burn out or when people are on stress leave, or ultimately in some cases that I've worked with where people have to resign or retire as a result of the stress under which they have put themselves, it is as a result of that. They've done it to themselves. Let's get back to the fundamentals here, because the fundamentals are, on the one hand, very important, and even more importantly, should galvanize you into action today. The fundamentals, simply put, are that the ordinary mind is designed to be on edge. The ordinary mind is designed for survival. To survive you always need to be alert. You always need to be on your guard. The ordinary mind is designed to be ever so slightly anxious in its normal everyday state because complacency would compromise your ability to survive. The normal mind is designed to be alert to threat. And once we perceive threat, in other words, once we think something is a threat, like the amount of crap I have to go through at work, or like the boss that I have to work for at work, or the situation I find myself in from, say, a health point of view, once I perceive something to be a threat, it triggers a stress response. So the ordinary mind is designed to be in a constant state of low-level stress. Sometimes, obviously, when confronted with real threats in our lives, we are susceptible to real high-level fight-or-flight stress response, and that saves our lives. But the other stuff kills us ever so slowly. That is when we use our ordinary minds ordinarily. So let's tease this apart for a minute, because I said these are the fundamentals and, and more importantly, these fundamentals actually should galvanize you into taking some action today. The way in which we perceive what's going on is the real problem. Because the crap that's real could be dealt with much more easily if we didn't perceive it as crap and didn't perceive ourselves perhaps under threat from that crap or perceives ourselves unable to deal with that crap. It all boils down to how we perceive. Now we perceive on the basis of the fundamentals of what we believe. And some of those beliefs are really fundamental. In the Western world, for example, there are beliefs that could be summed up as follows. Now you may think I'm being flippant, but this sums up an awful lot of what goes on in people's minds. I'm not entitled to enjoy myself in this world. If I were to enjoy myself in this world, I would put my immortal soul in danger in the next world. I don't deserve happiness and success. Or if I get happiness and success, which I think I don't deserve, I would feel guilty about having that happiness and success. Pride comes 
before a fall. All laughing comes to crying. Never get too big for your boots. Never get ahead of yourself. The ordinary way in which we perceive is colored by, as I said a minute ago, our fundamental beliefs. And these really are fundamental beliefs that most of us share in the Western world, certainly. Layered on top of that is another set of shared beliefs. I am this nationality, you are that nationality. We don't like each other. Or I'll kill you. We see that going on at the moment. Layered on top of that is another set of beliefs. I am a Roman Catholic, you are a Muslim. And we can see how that plays out in the world too. Layered on top of that is I am a professional, you are a manual worker. And we can see how that plays out, for example, in how the dynamics between employers and employees, unions and employer representatives, governments and social partners, we can see how that plays out as well. Layered on top of that is my own very personal set of beliefs in relation to me. I can do this. I can't do that. I'm good in this field. I'm useless in that area. I'm shy. I'm an introvert. I'm an extrovert. I'm capable. I'm incapable. There's a pyramid of beliefs that we use to perceive, and therein lies every single problem. And most specifically, because we're not obviously in this short episode talking about solving the world's problems, but basically therein lies all your problems in your little world. And what we're talking about in all of these podcast episodes is you changing your world. Because when you change your world, you change the world of those around you and it has a cascading effect. We're talking about changing your inner world because your inner world is the key to changing everything about the world as you experience it because we experience our world through perceiving it. So if I'm perceiving what's going on in my life at the moment through the prism I could also use the word prison, by the way, because our thoughts create a prison for us. But if I am perceiving what's going on today through the prism of my own inadequacy, I am perceiving a world that is black instead of white. I am perceiving a world that is negative rather than positive. I am perceiving a glass half empty instead of a glass half full. I am perceiving all the reasons why I cannot instead of believing all the reasons why I can. This all boils down to the beliefs that we are carrying around with us. But that's only half true. Because yes, we all are carrying these beliefs around with us. Yes, they are dearly held and closely guarded in our subconscious mind. They are our baggage. Yes, they influence our lives by virtue of what I've just explained with regard to how we perceive what's going on and how we perceive our own ability or inability to deal with what is going on. 
But yes, they only color our lives and mess with our behavior, generate our ordinary everyday reactions that make matters worse rather than better. That only happens because we choose to let it happen. The ordinary mind is designed for survival. The ordinary mind is designed to see that glass half empty. But as we said at the beginning of this episode, you can use your mind another way. You can use your mind in an extraordinary way. The extra comes from how you manage your inner world. Even that actually is to make it sound too complicated. It's actually awfully simple. Because all that baggage that I talked about, all of those beliefs through which we evaluate everything that is going on moment to moment when we're using our minds ordinarily, all that baggage can simply be put down. The ordinary mind operates automatically. It operates automatically because it is designed for survival. And that automaticity, as cognitive psychology calls it, enables our fundamental survival mechanisms to always be on alert for the potential of a life-threatening situation. That's why the ordinary mind operates in that ordinary automatic way. You can stop your mind operating automatically. In doing so, not only do you begin to use your ordinary mind in an extraordinary way, you begin to transform your ordinary brain into an extraordinary brain. You literally restructure your brain when you stop giving your automated, ordinary, everyday attention to the beliefs through which you perceive what is going on, and more fundamentally, the beliefs through which you perceive yourself. I was talking to a group of clients a little earlier on this morning, and we were talking about behavior. Actually, when it comes to using the ordinary mind ordinarily, we're never talking about behavior at all. We're talking about misbehavior. Because if I perceive what is going on, through that prism that we've been talking about for the last few minutes, I don't know what's going on. And because I'm doing it automatically, I am going to evaluate automatically what ultimately is not going on anywhere else other than in my own head. And I am going to automatically, because that's the way the mind works, react to what I automatically think is going on. And in those circumstances, the behaviors that I exhibit are and couldn't be anything else other than misbehaviors. An automatic reaction is always going to lead us away from the direction in which we want today to go, the direction in which we want our lives to go. So we have to pull the plug on the automaticity in our own heads. Once we turn off that automatic function, we put down all of the beliefs that are poisoning our view of the moment, poisoning our view of ourselves, 
and poisoning our ability to live the kind of lives we want to live, poisoning our ability to be an influence to enable other people live their lives the way they want to live them too, and simply perpetuating the crap upon crap upon crap that we talked about at the beginning of this episode. That all stops the minute you turn off the automatic function in your brain. I said earlier on you needed to manage your own inner world. You don't because your own inner world, when it is populated by that baggage, those beliefs, isn't real. You don't need to manage that, you need to put it down. You need to ensure that your inner world joins with the outer world. And by that I mean the real inner you joins with the reality of what is going on in the here and now. And for starters, the reality of what is going on in the here and now is you breathing in and out. It's not what's going on in Ukraine, because the truth of the matter is that we don't know what the truth of the matter is in relation to what is going on in Ukraine because every single piece of information we hear about anything these days is colored by, poisoned by the beliefs and the baggage of the people who are delivering that so-called news to us. Let's come back to the fundamentals of the reality of the present moment. In this present moment, you're breathing. Take a deep breath there and become aware of it. Notice how that feels in your nostrils and in your chest. Notice the impact that each breath has on your body. You could feel it in your stomach. You can even feel it in the palms of your hands. Listen to what I'm saying. Listen to each word. Listen to each word as if you hadn't heard these words before which of course in reality, unless you're listening to this again and again and again, you haven't heard these words before. Take the next breath as if you had never taken a breath before, because the simple fact of life is you've never taken this breath before, and you'll never take it again. Rub your hands along your thighs. Feel your legs. You've never had that feeling before, you'll never have that feeling again. The reality of the moment is what is actually going on in the moment. Now, I know the ordinary reaction. I think about those two words. They're two very bad words put together. But the ordinary reaction to what I've just said is, where is, where, where is the practicality of this in the crap that's going on in the world around me, the crap that's going on in my life. Where's the practicality in noticing my breathing or feeling my legs? Where's the practicality in that? The practicality in that is it enables you put all those beliefs to one side. It enables you see the wood for the trees. It enables you experience reality. And unfortunately, in the world in which we live, there is almost nobody who's actually experiencing reality. Everybody is living through their own set of judgments, judging themselves, judging other people, 
judging what is going on and reacting in a way that reinforces all of those judgments. And all of that is done automatically. It is all done automatically by the ordinary mind used ordinarily. And it is all done in a way that ensures that you, as you listen to this, are missing your life. Because your life is lived in moments. Your life is not lived in the past. That, I know that sounds obvious, but that's not what your subconscious mind being used ordinarily actually believes. When we use our subconscious mind ordinarily to enable us make it through today, we use those beliefs that I've been talking about for the last few minutes. So our subconscious minds used ordinarily are actually living in the past or think they are. And that is good enough or actually bad enough to enable me make it through the day, automatically react and move myself away from the life that I want to live or trap myself in the life which is at this moment in time full of crap. And as we said earlier on, layer crap upon crap, get yourself stressed out, give yourself a heart attack and die. And I'm only half being facetious when I say that. So the practicality in feeling your knees is that it gets you in touch with reality. The reality of the here and now. As I said a few minutes ago, the fundamentals of how the human mind works when it is used ordinarily are scary. They're actually creating every day and perpetuating every day the madness that we see around us, the madness of our own inappropriate behaviors, the madness of the way in which we even shout at our children, the madness by which we interact with other people, the madness by which most fundamentally we get in our own way. Uh, everybody with whom I've ever spoken knows the kind of life they'd love to live. They know some of the fundamentals of it. They don't know the detail, but they know some of the fundamentals of it. They want to be happy. They want to be successful. They want a bit of joy in their lives. They want a bit of peace of mind. They're the fundamentals of living your life to the full. They're not doing it, though, because they're getting in their own way because they're saying to themselves, oh, I'd love this. And then they're saying to themselves in the same breath, oh, but you couldn't have that. What if you enjoyed yourself in this life, you'd knacker yourself in the next life, or you wouldn't deserve that kind of life, or that's unrealistic. I haven't seen other people actually achieving that. What makes me think I'm so special that I'd be able to achieve it. These are all the poison of the ordinary mind used ordinarily as we have been describing it a few minutes ago. And that should be a wake-up call for you. Because if you continue to use your mind ordinarily, you're going to continue to go around in ever-decreasing circles, weighed further and further down by ever-increasing layers of crap, most of which will be of your own automated, ordinary mind's making. Let this be a wake-up call to you. Let it be a wake-up call to you by virtue of the fact that, as I said a minute ago, the breath you're taking now, you haven't taken before and you'll never take it again. Your life is lived in the here and now. When you're using your mind ordinarily, your life is automatically lived in the past, which, of course, isn't real. 
your life can't be lived in the future, although an awful lot of people will waste their energy pouring their attention into things that they don't want to happen. It's called worry, thinking about things that they don't want to happen in the future. Your life isn't lived in the future either. The universe only exists in the here and now. Your energy vibrating in and out of existence 20,000 times a second only exists in the here and now. If you're not turning up to the here and now, if you're not rubbing your hands on your legs and getting in touch with reality, you're missing your life. More importantly, you're missing the opportunity to create the kind of life you'd love to live. Because the kind of life you'd love to live is created when you put down the baggage, those beliefs, that you've been carrying around with you. The minute you put them down by paying attention to the here and now, the minute you lay them to rest by getting in touch with reality, by feeling your own legs, the minute you do that, you become one with the reality of the here and now. And instead of reacting, you begin to act. Because instead of making up what's going on, using the poisonous crap that you've been carrying around in your own head, you begin to understand what actually is going on. In other words, instead of misbehaving, you start behaving. Instead of continuously doing the same stuff that leads you around in those ever-decreasing circles that we talked about a minute ago, you start taking real action. You start doing what it takes to enable you move forward towards the life that you really, really want. We all need to disengage what cognitive psychology calls the automatic pilot. We all need to come to our senses. We talked about a couple of them a minute ago when we talked about hearing what you're listening to, feeling what it's like to have air in your nostrils feeling how your legs feel on the palms of your hands. You have five senses and you need to start paying attention to them rather than letting what your five senses are telling you be poisoned by the beliefs that you're carrying around with you. And most fundamentally, the beliefs, the incorrect beliefs that you have about yourself. You need to take that ordinary mind of yours and start using it in a different way. You need to start adding a little extra to your experience of the moment to moment of your life. That extra is feeling your legs. That extra is taking a deep breath and being aware of it. That extra is knowing what's going on in the here and now is turning up to the here and now, is becoming present in the here and now, is having presence in the here and now. And that extra makes all the difference so that we start living our ordinary everyday lives, crap and all, in an extraordinary way. It's a choice you have to make. And it isn't that you have a whole range of choices here or that you have to sleep on making some big decision. The choice is a really simple but ever so fundamental one. The choice is, am I going to listen to the crap in my own head now? 
or am I going to feel the air in my nostrils? The really wonderful thing is, and science confirms this, is that the more you choose the latter, the more you choose to pay attention to the air in your nostrils, the more you're going to live your life that way as it progresses one moment at a time. You've been listening to To Succeed, Just Let Go. To get involved, join me in my Facebook group, strangely enough called To Succeed, Just Let Go. And for more information, visit www.willie-dash.com.